For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Galatians, for or against Torah. This is part 11 of the series. Romans chapter 8, verse 10. If Messiah be in you, the body is dead because of sin. That's what he's trying to explain in Romans chapter 6, that we're buried with him in baptism, that our body is dead to sin. If you are carnally minded, then you are not subject to the Torah of God. But in Messiah, if we walk out Messiah in the spirit, now our body is going to become dead to sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. So in Yeshua, by his spirit, we are to live a righteous life. Romans chapter 6, verse 13. But yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead. And so now... Now he's equating the spiritual analogy of Yeshua's resurrection from the dead, that we're to live our lives on a daily basis in newness of life. And so we yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead. And what does that look like? That your members, or we live our lives as instruments of righteousness. And so how do we live our lives as instruments of righteousness? Romans chapter 6, verse 18. Being free from sin, you become the servants of righteousness. And what happens when you're a servant of righteousness, Romans chapter 6 verse 19, even so now yield your members, servants to righteousness unto holiness. And what is holiness? It's not sinning. What is sinning? Transgressing the Torah. What is holiness? following the Torah in our own ability, in our own understanding, according to the works of the law, according to our own strength? No. We follow Yeshua's Torah by his spirit, and Yeshua said that following him, that his yoke is easy and light. Following his Torah is easy and light. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. So holiness is following the Torah. Numbers chapter 15, verse 40, that we may remember to do all his commandments and be holy unto your God. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 9. The Lord shall establish you as a holy people unto himself as he has sworn unto you. If you will keep the commandments of the Lord your God and to walk in his ways. That's because the God of Israel commands of his people holiness. Leviticus chapter 11 verse 45. For I am the Lord that brings you up out of the land of Egypt to be 
your God, you shall be holy for I am holy. So the Torah teaches that the people of the God of Israel are to be holy. So Paul is teaching in Romans, Paul is teaching in Galatians that in being a follower and a believer in Yeshua as the Messiah, by following his Torah by his spirit, you will be holy before the Lord your God. Psalm chapter 29 verse 2, give unto the Lord the glory do his name, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. And now Paul continues in Galatians chapter 3 verse 27, but as many of you that have been immersed in the Messiah. Now, when you are immersed, you go into the water and you're completely covered. So I am to saturate my life with the thoughts and the desire to be obedient to Yeshua, to love his commandments, to follow after him, to walk in his ways. That's to be immersed in the Messiah. So Paul says all those that have been immersed in the Messiah, they put on Messiah. So putting on Messiah is putting off the world and putting on holiness, which is putting on following his Torah by his spirit. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 and verse 24, that you put off concerning the former conversation or lifestyle of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, the old man, the one that walks in the flesh, the one that's worldly, the one that does his own will, the one that doesn't follow the Torah, the one that sins. But instead, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 24, you put on the new man, newness of life, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness because the birth of the new man is by the Spirit of God. So when you put on on Messiah, when you're immersed in the Messiah, you don't live a sinful life. Romans chapter 13, verse 14. Put on the Lord Yeshua and don't make provision for the flesh. So if I put on Messiah and I don't live a sinful life, in order to sin, I got to transgress the Torah. So if I put on Messiah and I don't make provision for the flesh, that means I follow the Torah. How do I follow the Torah? By his spirit. Romans chapter 8, verses 7 and 8. The carnal mind is an enemy against God. The carnal mind is not subject or doesn't follow the Torah of God. Neither indeed can it be. So the flesh and the carnal mind is not wired by nature to obey God. It's wired to do what it wants to do. So that they that are in the flesh, they that in the flesh are carnally minded. They don't follow the Torah of God so that they that are in the flesh don't follow the Torah and they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And when you put on Messiah, you don't make provision for the flesh. So when you put on the Messiah, you follow his Torah by his spirit. So we're to put off the world and if we put on Messiah, if we put on his Torah by his spirit, the fruit of the spirit is love. We put on love. Colossians chapter 3 verses 9 and 10. Lie not one to another, seeing that you've put off the old man with his deeds and you've put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge. Renewed in what kind of knowledge? You're not carnally minded anymore. You're renewed and you have the word of God in your mind. And you're thinking and meditating upon the Torah, the word of God, and how you're supposed to follow after Messiah. You're renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. So put on, as the elect of God, holy, put on holy and beloved, bows of mercies, kindness, humbleness, meekness, long suffering 
offering. And so these come about by following the Torah with a circumcised heart, being submitted to the Spirit of God and walking in the Spirit. That's the only way that we can put on mercies, kindness, humbleness, meekness, long-suffering. But above all those things, put on love. So putting on Messiah produces the fruit of the Spirit. With a circumcised heart, when we follow the Torah, being led by the Spirit of God, walking in the Spirit of God, we produce the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit, above all, is Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, love. But in addition to love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And they that are Messiahs, or they that put on Messiah, have crucified the flesh. And if you crucify the flesh, then then you don't sin. And if you crucify the flesh and don't sin, then you follow the Torah. Now, Paul uses the phrase in Romans, in Galatians, under the law. What did Paul mean by the phrase under the law? Because he says in Romans chapter 3, verse 19, now we know that what things the law says, it says to those under the law. And then he says in Romans chapter 6, verse 14, you're not under the law. And then Galatians chapter 4, verse 21, tell me you that desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? So Paul's going to use the phrase under the law to refer to, number one, establishing our own righteousness. He's going to refer to under the law in association with in our own selves and in our own ability, following the Torah and never failing in following the Torah, that because that cannot be done by any person, and the only one that has done it is Yeshua, that if you're going to try to establish righteousness based upon your own merit by always doing what the Torah says and never failing, that puts yourself under the law. And so also he's going to use the phrase under the law to refer to someone that believes in Yeshua as the Messiah and like what he had to deal with in Acts 15, like what he had to deal with in Romans and in Galatians, those non-Jews who believe in Yeshua as Messiah who started out in the spirit, but they continue in the flesh, and they're trying to follow the Torah just as Peter was influenced to do, according to the teachings of the rabbis in submitting yourself under their authority and their viewpoint of the Torah, which conflicts with faith in Yeshua and loving him and keeping his commandments and following his Torah by his spirit. So let's see how Paul uses the phrase under the law to refer to a Jew who doesn't believe in Yeshua as the Messiah, and the inference is a Pharisaic Jew that follows rabbinic Judaism. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 20, And under the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews to them that are under the law. The Jews to them that are under the law. And so regarding the Jews that he calls under the law, because they're not following Torah righteousness as shown to us in the life of Abraham, as shown to us by the way in which the children of Israel were redeemed, saved, and delivered out of Egypt by grace through faith, that trying to follow the Torah without believing in Yeshua as the Messiah, who Yeshua told the Pharisees, who asked, are we blind at the end of John chapter 9, that Yeshua is the door, that if you're trying to follow the Torah outside of 
believing in Messiah and following his Torah by his spirit, but instead you're trying to follow the Torah by the teachings and the instructions of the rabbis and their interpretation and submit to their authority. Now, Paul is going to say that that is under the law in establishing your own righteousness. Romans chapter 10, verses 1 through 3. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal for God. What's their zeal for? Following the Torah. But they're trying to follow the Torah through rabbinic Judaism and the teachings of the rabbis and their rulings, submitting themselves to their authority. So they have that zeal, but it's not according to proper Torah knowledge. For they being ignorant of what the Torah truly says of God's righteousness, they've gone about to establish their own righteousness independent of what the Torah says. And as a result, they've not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God as outlined in the Torah. So now we continue on to Galatians in chapter 4, where Paul is going to explain that being a child in Messiah is being under the law. And here he's referring to a child in Messiah that's under the law is following rabbinic Judaism. Galatians chapter 4 verses 1 and 2. Now I say that an heir, as long as he's a child, differs nothing from a servant, though he has an inheritance, though he be lord of all. But a child being under tutors and governors until the time appointed of his father. So he's doing a spiritual analogy. Even so, we, when we were children, that is a child and Messiah, to redeem them that are under the law, those who were establishing their own righteousness, those who were initially following the teachings of the rabbis in rabbinic Judaism like Paul did under Gamaliel, rather than submitting to faith in Messiah and his righteousness. So Paul is going to define a spiritual child in Galatians as following rabbinic Judaism as an expression of faith in Yeshua, and he's going to define a spiritual child as not having a proper knowledge of the Torah and the Word of God, but instead following and believing every wind of doctrine that he hears. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 14 and 15, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Now, the word translated as children is the Strong's number 3516 in the Strong's Greek Dictionary, and it is the Greek word nepios, and it means one that is a child, one that is untaught, one that is unskilled. And so, Paul's desire that we no more be children, a child of Messiah. Now, somebody that's carnally minded is a child of Messiah. Paul explained this in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 1 and 2. But instead, we're to grow up. We're to mature in Messiah. And in maturing and growing up in Messiah, we will be able to, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 15, to speak the truth in love. That is how we grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even Messiah. And so, a child in Messiah is carnal, and a child in Messiah who's carnal, he's influenced by every wind of doctrine. That is the the teachings of the rabbis, as well as walking in the flesh. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. Remember, the Torah is spiritual. Romans chapter 7, verse 14. But I am carnal, so the Torah is spiritual. I couldn't speak unto you unto spiritual, but I can only speak unto you unto carnal, even as a babe in Messiah. Now, this word babe in the King James is the Strong's number 3516. In the Strong's 
Greek dictionary, and it is the Greek word nepios, which in Ephesians chapter 4 was translated as children. Here it's translated as a babe. And so Paul could not speak unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, as a babe or a child in Messiah, because you're carnal. And being carnal, you walk in the flesh, for where is there is among you endings and strifes and divisions? Are you not carnal and walk as men? And so those who are under the law, those who are a child in Messiah, they are, just as Paul explained in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, there's going to be present endings and strifes and divisions, but as well, they're going to be following after the works of the flesh, which he says that those that are under the law they're influenced by the works of the flesh, which are Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and the such like. And so Paul is contrasting being under the law, being a child in Messiah, versus following Yeshua's Torah, being led by his spirit, which is going to be spiritual maturity. So the Galatians were babes in Messiah. They had come to Messiah by grace through faith and their eyes were opened by the Holy Spirit and they confessed and believed that Yeshua is the Messiah. But they were babes in Messiah and they were being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine and they were hearing and being influenced by the teachings of the Pharisees and the rabbis who was trying to tell them how to follow the Torah and in uh, certain ways and instances that the way that they were being told to follow the Torah was going to cause them to depart from the teachings of Yeshua, and they were also teaching them to submit themselves to the rulings of the rabbis in their authority, which they claim that they had, based upon Deuteronomy chapter 17, verses 8 through 11. And so Galatians chapter 4, verse 21, tell me, you that desire to be under the law, do you not hear what the Torah says? Do you not correctly understand what the Torah teaches? Because it's we through the Spirit wait for the hope of the righteousness by faith. Galatians chapter 5 verse 5. And then Paul is concluding his thoughts in Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 and verse 18 that this I say, walk in the Spirit. In other words, walk is a Hebrew idiom for following the Torah. We can see this from Isaiah in chapter 2 and verse 3. Come and let us go to the mountain of the Lord of the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways. We will walk in his paths. What's walking in his paths, for out of Zion shall go forth the Torah, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. So, what does it mean to walk? Well, if we go to Psalm 119 and verse... One, blessed are the undefiled who walk in the Torah of the Lord. So when Paul says those who walk, he means following the Torah. We walk in the Spirit. We follow the Torah by being led by the Holy Spirit. And if you follow the Torah by the Spirit, you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5 verse 18. And if you're led by the Spirit, meaning following the Torah by the Spirit, you will not be a child in Messiah. You'll not be under the law. You'll not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. You'll not be listening to the teachings of the rabbis and submit themselves to your authority, you will not be influenced to try to convert to rabbinic Judaism. But a son of God walks by the Spirit of God. Galatians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7. And because you are sons, sons means 
you walk with an understanding and a maturity in the Torah. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son, that's the Holy Spirit, into your hearts, so the Torah is written upon your heart, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore, you are no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Messiah Yeshua. So a son of God is going to walk or live his life or follow the Torah by the Spirit of God. Paul explained this, Romans chapter 8, verse 9. You're not in the flesh. One that is in the flesh cannot please God, Romans chapter 8, verse 8, because they are carnally minded, and the carnal mind does not follow the Torah of God, Romans chapter 8, verse 7. But you are not in the flesh, but you're in the Spirit. And if the Spirit of God dwells in you, the Spirit of God is the Spirit of Messiah, Romans chapter 8, verse 14, but as many that are led by the Spirit of God are saved by grace through faith, they follow Yeshua's Torah by His Spirit, they are the sons of God, and the sons of God receive the inheritance. Now, the Torah makes wise the simple. Psalm chapter 19, verse 7. The Torah of the Lord makes wise the simple. So, a babe in Messiah, a child in Messiah, is to grow up spiritually. And it's only through the instruction in the Torah that you're able to grow particularly if you are submitted to the Spirit of God. So the Torah makes wise the simple. Psalm 119, verse 130. The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple, the babe and Messiah. Keeping the Torah is wisdom. First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 7. David said to Solomon, verse 12, Only the Lord give you wisdom and understanding. What is wisdom and understanding? That you may keep the Torah of the Lord to do it. And wisdom and understanding is following the Torah by the Spirit. And so we're the sons of God. A wise son follows the Torah. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 7. Whoever keeps the Torah is a wise son. So a son of God is going to learn the wisdom of God because he's no more a child. He's no more a servant. Colossians chapter 1, verse 28. Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom. So the Lord give you wisdom and understanding to follow the Torah. He's teaching every man in all wisdom. He's teaching the Torah by the Spirit to those that are spiritually mature, that we might present every man perfect. Now, this word perfect is the Strong's number 5046 in the Strong's Greek Dictionary, and it's the Greek word teleos, and teleos means full-grown, adult, full-age, mature. So, it's only through teaching every man in all wisdom, the Torah makes wise the simple, teaching every man in all wisdom. That's how we grow from being a child in Messiah to being full-grown, adult, a mature, that I might present every man full-grown, mature in Messiah. So the goal is not just to believe in Yeshua as the Messiah, but to then be immersed in him and we grow up in Messiah so that we can present through teaching Messiah and uh, submitting ourselves to the Holy Spirit that we might present everyone in Messiah as being spiritually mature. So a son of God learns the wisdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. Paul says, we speak wisdom, that's the Torah, among those that are perfect. The word perfect is teleos. It means full-grown, spiritually mature. And so Paul taught that the wisdom of God comes by the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4 and verse 7 and verse 10. In my speech and my preaching was not the enticing words of man's wisdom, but we speak the wisdom of God at a deeper level in a mystery.
mystery, but God has revealed them, what? The wisdom of God unto us. He's revealed the wisdom of God, the deeper meaning and understanding and how we follow the Torah in Yeshua by being immersed in Yeshua by his spirit. First Corinthians chapter two, verse 12. We have received the spirit, which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. And so this is going to conclude our teaching and we primarily examined in detail Galatians chapters 3 and 4. So we will continue our study of examining the book of Galatians from a Hebraic perspective. So stay with us as we conclude the teaching. Well, that's going to conclude part 11 of the series on the subject Galatians for or against Torah. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.